Only go to HelloFresh.com and use Remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect, respect, respect. You represent everybody that came before you. And everybody that will come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You got to listen to that spirit, you got to fight for it, you got to believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life has got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. To the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Welcome in. Thank you for being with us. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we appreciate all of you being with the show today. Uh, in about an hour and a half, we'll have John Maxwell with us today. We'll talk to him about a conference that he's involved with. Uh, it's an annual event, it seems, uh, with the um, Highlands College Impact Leadership Conference. Uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, it's a virtual event this year, of course. Uh, we'll break that down. Normally, because you're talking about uh, Eddie Van Adler's song, COVID, You Ruin Everything. Well, you ruined the ad for Christmas, dadgummit. Normally, we celebrate and kick off the Christmas season with the uh, Adlers in studio. We can't do that, but we'll talk to you about their big uh, event, Hope is Alive, and you can actually see it on TV this year, so that's pretty cool. We'll break all that down. Uh, All of the 12 working days of Christmas gifts, uh, they're up on the wall. Uh, We've got just about all of them dialed in. We're excited about that. We'll uh, start promoting that as well. So we have a lot to break down today. Hope, Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. You know, today's Cyber Monday, but hadn't hadn't it been Cyber Monday for quite some time now because of Black Friday and everybody doing online stuff. But anyway, today is Cyber uh, Monday. Don't forget to go to rickandbubba.com. Click on the store uh, when you are looking for that Rick and Bubba fan in your life. We've got a lot of really cool stuff. The Christmas bundle, the new CD, it's all there at rickandbubba.com. Click on store. Well, speaking of there, here's our boys. We're all here, fired up, ready to go. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV rolling. Helms, he's to my right. And uh, Greg joins us via Zoom today. What is up, boys? How is everybody doing? We good? Greg, we'll, zooming, buddy. Yeah, Greg, we'll start with you, Zooming. Zoom, logo. I'm zo- Zoom. 
I'm zooming, zooming. Zooming. Your voice sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, did Christmas decorations yesterday, so I was in a great mood. Yeah. You know, that, well, did, that was awesome. I love that. that. I'm not even close to finished. Yeah. I'm not even close. You I know, spent yeah, five you, hours with one tree. You've told us about that story, and the, but we got to actually see it. Uh, and we got, we got to we got to just feel the frustration in you in in your voice because we were Marco Polo and back and forth. That's a big tree, Greg. Yeah, it's a mess and it's old. I've had it a while, so it don't cooperate. None of the lights work on it, so it, it went from a pre lit tree. I'm not talking about some of them don't work. Mm-hmm. None of them work. And that so ladder go from go ahead a pre lit tree to a tree you got to put lights on and when it's 12 foot tall it's hard to put lights on a 12 foot tree by yourself it's hard yeah yeah well so you're putting lights on top of burn uh, lights that don't work so it's yeah. there's lights everywhere and yeah, you okay. get to the top of it now that that ladder you had was a a huge ladder uh was it a 12 foot yeah. ladder i no, guess a, i think it's a 10 10 okay 10. it was it was a big one i and, need it by the way and so you said you didn't you, you need two ladders so you had to throw the lights on the other side of the tree yeah. and, and <laughs> And then move. The, if I had two of those ladders, it would be a lot easier. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's almost, is it almost worth going and getting another ladder? You know, it may be. It may be. <laughs> and just have Lisa stand on the other side here, catch the exactly. lights. Exactly. Um, and then if you mess those up too much, then, then that string doesn't work. So you got to be careful on, on throwing oh. them over. So I went out and bought brand new lights just because I, I said, I'm not going to dig in that big ball of lights that I have upstairs <laughs> that I pull out every year that half of them don't work. They, they quit working in storage. You sure. Know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just went and found them to Walgreens and loaded down on lights. <laughs> it, it's almost sale, like it's almost like there's attic or storage gremlins that come out, you know, and they they get into the boxes and they they make all the lights go bad because they you were might they, as well. The, it, when you buy lights, you're using them one year. You I mean, yeah, they're not going to last. No, they you don't. can you can be so careful on on putting them back in the box and folding them down and you know and then you you open that box and the, and they don't work. Uh, no. That that lets you know how cheap they're made. Uh, because True. apparently something I don't know I, the connection or whatever it doesn't work. But and the reason you're zooming in today, you just out of precaution, uh, yeah, o- contact the- with somebody that that hadn't tested positive yet, but has symptoms. Yeah, and I mean, I we have none, but they they still they're waiting on their test. Okay, basically. and hmm. I've just been trying to to do right since yeah. I was in the same room as that person until they get cleared or if they're not cleared, whatever. Yeah. I figured I'd stay out. I don't want to be the guy that comes and infects the whole room. No, we don't want that. But, no, we don't want that. And with the but the, I feel fine, and Lisa feels fine, and you know, that. We, but we're just trying to do do by what they tell you to do. Yeah, we get an answer on this. You know, if this person's got it or not. So. Right, right. Uh, they were actually there's actually a story out today. Health uh, health officials worry about spiking coronavirus cases after holidays. Boy, they're all. Uh, they're all freaking out because of everybody that's been traveling in around the country. You didn't have this set up. I mean, you know, you just no, no. felt like you might have been exposed to someone, and so you're just making sure everything is good before you come be yeah, hopping in. Yeah, I wasn't in. traveling. No, you weren't traveling. But that, but this, the story here is is that, uh, you know, people that, that did travel, there, there's concern. I mean, I'm talking about they're, they're just they're sounding the alarm. Dr. Burke said, I saw an article today that if you traveled, that you need to be tested now. I know. Even if you don't have symptoms. And, and that's what that – Speedy did, brought this up to me earlier. We were discussing it. I, who that, knows? That goes against everything they've said I because it, it was nor, it, it's been the case where don't get tested unless you have symptoms. She was saying go get tested no matter what. And I know because of, from, from two boys that have had it, Tyler and JC, 
I, it, it, this, at least this was their experience. If you don't have symptoms, then insurance won't cover the test. It, it's oh, been really? that way. I mean, because you can't just go in there and go, I want to get tested. There's nothing wrong with me. They go, well, hold on, because wait a they, minute. They'd be people lined up every day. Right. Know? Okay, that'll Holding be 100 people that need to be tested. Yeah, yeah, that'll be $150 then, you know. But if you mm-hmm. go in and say, hey, I've got a headache, I've been exposed, I, I don't feel well, you know, or whatever, then then insurance covers it. Now, that could be cha- that, that could have changed, but a couple of months ago, that's the way it was. Well, I've always – I've always thought that this particular next few days, next few weeks, yeah. is kind of, and I hate to use this term because it is something that is so serious, but a test balloon mm-hmm. for all these schools and all yeah. these businesses because there was a lot of talk before we left that kids may not go back to school. There are certain colleges that are not coming back That's to right. school after Thanksgiving. And so I think a lot of these schools are using, uh, my kids are going back to school mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, so, uh, today. Uh, so I feel like the school systems are using this week and next week as a test case to see if their numbers increase at all to kind of prepare them for what they do after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I think. You're right. Yeah, I so. think so. Yeah, Reese goes back to – he's the only one I got left in school, uh, high school. He goes back today, to your point. But um, I commend them for trying it because if we go the next couple weeks and the numbers do not increase – then we do, we dodged Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It wasn't near as bad as people yeah. saying it is. Right. So we'll see. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we got a lot to break down, a lot to discuss. Your phone calls, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, that's the number. Uh, a lot happening. We'll uh, continue to look back over the Thanksgiving weekend, how all, uh, you know, how, how everybody's uh, Black Friday went and Saturday and, and for college football and, and all that kind of good stuff. Had a lot of rivalries. We'll have to break down and see. We've got an uh, ACC team that's fired their coach. We'll break that down, too, coming back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes uh, past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We are live. We thank you for being with us. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome in. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I know the staff did, and we'll uh, recap a lot of that today. Also, we'll be talking to uh, John Maxwell a little bit over an hour from now. He'll be part of the Impact Leadership Conference uh, that is uh, virtual this year. Uh, It'll be Wednesday, December the 2nd, uh, coming up uh, this week here. And we'll talk to John Maxwell as uh, we do each and every year uh, that this conference takes place. This year, though, looking a little different. Everything looks different in 2020. And uh, we'll catch up with uh, John Maxwell this hour. Greg is zooming in today just out of precaution. Uh, came across someone that uh, they are getting tested to see if they have it or not. Uh, and so just out of precaution, he is waiting for those results to come back. And uh, he's feeling fine. Everybody's feeling fine. But uh, that's just kind of what you do. Uh, and so he is zooming in today uh, out of uh, courtesy to the staff. I, 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 as we went to break, I was uh, teasing that an SEC uh, football team has fired their coach. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about uh, are the players, I mean, they get a pass kind of, they get another year of eligibility. Will the coaches be treated the same way? And apparently not. This is the second SEC team that has fired their coach in the in the season, and that is Vanderbilt's Derek Mason has been fired in his seventh season. Uh, and uh, we were talking about this. Auburn. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were talking about this last week. And we were like, okay, I, I know. I remember asking y'all the question, yeah. does he get a pass? I mean, we, we were I wondering. Uh, he is 0-8. Um, uh, uh, I guess you can't lose 41-0 to 0, uh, 
against Missouri and throw a girl out there to kick and survive. Yeah, I guess not. I guess yep. not. I guess Female they said, kicker, look what happened. That'll do it. Uh, you know, and, and now he said, look, it's not because we just went and found a f- female kicker. It was because of COVID and contact tracing. We didn't have any kickers, and so we, we needed her in, in case we we had to have something. Didn't they pull her from the soccer team or something? Yeah, she's a goalie so does, for the soccer does team. Does Vandy not have a men's soccer team? I have no idea. Let That's, a good, That's a great question, though. Hey, I, I think it was publicity stunt. It, no question. It, it had to be. When you're 0-8 or 0-7 at that yeah, point in yeah. time, and you, that's the decision you make. It's a publicity yeah, stunt. Yeah. Did she do all the kicking, or did she was just one of the kickers? Well, Greg, that there, there wasn't question. a whole lot of kicking no. uh, left but, well, I'm uh, saying, to do because they never scored. Was she supposed to be the all-time kicker, or was she just one of these that comes out and kicks a PAT? I, I don't know. She kicked a pooch kick that went uh, – it's supposed to go you know, 25 yeah. yards or whatever. It did look weird that that's all, that's all it went, but, I mean, that, it was a pooch kick. But um, – uh, that's all I saw her do. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really follow that game. I just, you know, everything was a headline, and and ooh, let's let's join her live and let's see how it happens. So, um, it's, anyway, it's tough to win there. It is. It's tough to win there. I don't know where they go from here, but uh, Vanderbilt has fired uh, coach Derek Mason in his seventh season. Muschamp has been fired with South Carolina, so that's that's two SEC coaches fired during the season. Uh, Iron Bowl uh, and the Egg Bowl were played around the same time. Egg Bowl started about 30 minutes after the Iron Bowl. Uh, I kind of went back and forth a little bit. It helped uh, It helped to kind of leave the Iron Bowl uh, and watch more of the Egg Bowl because there wasn't much of a game to it. Uh, no. Alabama ran all over them. It was never in doubt. Never. I gave both of them about a half and then moved on to my – what, something else I was doing. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't watch them. They just weren't You're going to laugh at me. But I didn't even – I forgot about the Egg Bowl. Who won, by the way? Uh, Ole Miss won by, I think, a, a touchdown, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it was a lot good. better game than, than the Auburn-Alabama game. Yeah, it was like 31-24. Right. Well, that, tw- that wouldn't have been hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. it's like 31-24. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Mississippi State, they fumbled actually going in, and Ole Miss ran it back to uh, their, like, 12-yard line. That hurt. Uh, it was like a 14-point swing there. Um but it was, I mean, it was a good game. Uh, again, Mississippi State traveled with, uh, you know, uh, just a few players uh, to go play that game. Uh, so they're, they're giving it all they got. But, uh, and Ohio State, uh, looking at their schedule, you know, they're supposed to play Michigan State this coming weekend. They don't know when they'll live in practice again. They've had such an outbreak of COVID. And uh, a lot of folks are saying this might really hurt their chances to be in the playoff because uh, they're, they're going to miss so many weekends. But we'll, we'll have wow. to see how that plays out. It is it is strange when you look at the rankings to see eight and zero, nine and zero, eight and one, six and one, four and zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's, it's crazy. and I heard uh, a lot of the guys yeah. that that follow this for a living and do the college game day <clears> saying <throat> that they just can't find themselves if this is the way it was to end, mm-hmm. they can't find themselves putting them in the top four, even though they probably are one of the top four teams. Yeah, because they've yeah. only played four games. And and you know we said this, I agree with that. Yeah, this uh, could but, be a yeah. decision that has to be made. Of do you put a one or two loss team that's played uh, ten games in versus somebody that's four or five and zero? Oh? But then yeah. you then you look at it. Okay, who do we put in? Who do you put in? Right. Um, you probably can't put a Cincinnati or BYU in at eight zero and nine and zero because the strength of schedule has not been. Mm-hmm. Who have they played? Uh, so then do you go? Well, Texas A and M continues to. Win and their only loss is to Alabama. So is it them? Right. Uh, is Clemson and Notre Dame both going to get in after their the game they play against each other? Right. I don't know. I don't know. This is good questions. 
Yeah, it, it is. And then you you look at, at uh, no, Notre Dame <laughs> and Clemson, who will probably meet in the ACC championship yeah. game. And then you go, okay, well, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, but then Notre Dame beat Clemson earlier, but let's say Clemson beats yeah. them pretty bad. Let's say, you know, with Trevor Lawrence coming back, now is Notre Dame kicked out and Clemson makes it? Or I you just never know. Both, probably put both of them in. Oh, there. then you go. You, you go. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's see Alabama and Florida make it to the SEC championship game. What if Florida pulls a miracle off and beats Alabama? You know what happens there? Or you know, it's just there's just so many different scenarios. Well, I you think just what wonder. you're. I think what we're getting at <laughs> is even in a pandemic, someone's going to be left out <laughs> yeah. and someone's going to be unhappy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know, there's there's so many SEC haters out there. How dare sure. how dare him put two SEC teams I in? Know. Well, that that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, Derek Mason out. Uh, he is gone, and uh, he will join uh, Muschamp. I mean, you know, I don't know what the buyout is, uh, but he is he's gone in his seventh season. He was. You could see the pain on his face, though. <laughs> it's he's like gotta I, be relieved. <laughs> he's gotta be relieved. He's out of there. You I'm think? Sorry. You think? Yeah, is I he, think he's tired of it. Did he sleep yeah. in today? You think he'll get a he'll get a coordinator's job somewhere? He'll be fine. <laughs> you talking about just a mountain lifted off his shoulders? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is he he waking up going this morning going? Man, he felt like this in years. He probably hates it more, f- not for him, but for his assistants and and others that that are yeah. now going to be searching uh, after the season. Um, but we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, <laughs> he, he, he might have really slept do. in. No alarm today. No. <laughs> Because you think about it, he's did all he can do. He it ain't like he can go. Well, you know, next year if I do this, this is really going to push us over the top. Yeah. I think yeah. he's tried everything he can do, and and that's all he can do there. That's yeah. it. I mean, I, I don't know what else you can do. Uh, it's uh, he says I take full responsibility uh for the loss um of to uh, Missouri. He said it's um, Vanderbilt's fifth uh, by double digits this season. He said uh, nobody's to blame but me. But I mean, come on. He's uh, 27 and 55 in six it is, and uh, leaves as the sixth winningest coach in program history. Well, what's that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you if you, you were giggling if as you, you said if that, you're any, If you're any coach of any kind and you're forced to go to Vandy and be a head coach, I'm not so sure I wouldn't sign up for 27 55. <laughs> I mean, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm the sixth winning this coach. Yeah. yeah. This All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG-THE-NUMBER. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boom. It brings me to my knees. 25 minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and back to reality today, working or whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for checking us out, uh, both uh, either video or audio only. We appreciate you, uh, as always. And speaking of video, Adler's got TV rolling in HD. Uh, you might not see Greg here. That's because, out of precaution, he is zooming in today. Uh, just until someone gets checked that uh, he came across when it comes to COVID-19. Everybody's feeling good, but uh, just out of precaution, uh, he's making sure that we're all good to go before he comes bebopping back into the studio. Uh, Next hour, we'll talk uh, to John Maxwell. Impact Leadership Conference is uh, in effect uh, this coming Wednesday, December the 2nd, all virtual uh, this year, and we'll talk to him about that. Normally, we have our annual Adler Christmas in studio today, but... 
uh, because of COVID, hey, you've ruined everything. Uh, we will not be doing that today, but uh, we'll be celebrating the Adlers. Their uh, Hope is Alive uh, Christmas special. We'll talk to you about that as well. And it's official. Here's the, I mean, here's the breakdown. Uh, the Rick and Bubba 12 Working Days of Christmas gifts, uh, I mean, here they are uh, in detail, and it's official. Uh, Bubba's, uh, but, you know, Santa's little helper, and he went out and got a lot of really cool stuff this year, and we'll talk about that today uh, as well. He, you know, one of my favorite <clears throat> things to do, uh, or one of my favorite days, is the day we come back. Yeah. Because I learned so much about what's going on in the world because i really did dial back <laughs> yeah like i did not hardly watched any football Doesn't it feel good to do that i, I, I watched auburn in alabama simply because i felt like i was obligated to because yeah. i live in the state i even marco poloed you in the middle of you it did and said hey i'm doing something that no one else is doing right now yep. and i'm out yeah uh in the middle of it but i you know i catch up on movies i catch up on shows we do a lot of family stuff christmas was already up unlike greg we got ours done last weekend so i didn't have to deal with it right I painted two bathrooms, which that was really the only projects I got done. Mm-hmm. I went into the weekend thinking, I'm going to get a lot done. I'm going to get those bathrooms done, <laughs> and I'm going to cut those two trees down that are left at the top, uh-huh. and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. <laughs> and I, I stopped at the bathrooms. That's all I did. You and did, I was done never got with outside, those. Huh? I basically said, hey, I'm going to be done with these by Friday afternoon. Yeah. And I'm not doing anything the rest of the weekend. And you know what I did the rest of the weekend? Nothing. Nothing at all. Now, I will give you all a heads up. For those of you that watched uh, Christmas Chronicles 2, I mean, uh, 1, the first Mm -hmm. one last year, the second one, I was very disappointed in. Really? I watched it with the kids. It was the kid. Okay. And I want to give them a little pass, too, because I think because we are in a pandemic, Mm -hmm. they weren't able to use as many adults in it. Okay. So they did a lot of the elf stuff mm-hmm. this year yeah and of course you have uh kurt russell and is it goldie hahn mm-hmm. his wife yeah so they're married so they're gonna be together anyway so you can give them a lot of shots in it right. and do and he's santa claus she's you know <laughs> miss claus and so that helps um but i just i came away from that thinking this could have been so much better mm. and i loved the first one yeah last year so just it's okay but i wouldn't go in thinking Man, this is going to be – I loved last year's, and this is – I can't wait to see this one. Yeah. Amanda and I looked at each other several times. Amanda even looked over one time and goes, are you enjoying this? And I'm like, not at all. Right. Was, the kids loved well, it. my expectations will be low then. Th- that's so. what you need. You need to go into it with low expectations. Almost like, hey, it's, a, it's the holidays. I'm just going to watch it. Like, if I'm in that yeah. my, you know, my mindset, then – I'm not going to critique how good it is. It's just, hey, it's a holiday. Some really good throw-bys and one-liners by St. Nick, uh, at, you know, but out, I don't know. I just – maybe it was just me. <laughs> maybe somebody would go, hey, so you're ridiculous. It was a great movie. Right. But um, finally, finally, and y'all give me a hard time about this because we cancel subscriptions all the time, but I added Disney Plus back oh, um, just for the holidays. Do you have a spreadsheet on what you cancel I actually and do. add? I actually do. Good gracious. <laughs> Wait a it's the only way to keep up with I it. I actually do have a spreadsheet <laughs> with everything. Um, <laughs> By the way, not, lie, not lying at that. That says a lot. I can show it to you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you right. keep up with it. <laughs> uh, well, I, saw, I saw Netflix went up $2, and I said, there goes Ham. So there you know, go. He's I already had a message that said they're going to – 17 bucks, whatever. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, that'll hurt. Um, mm. I'll let They're the holidays up. go through before I cancel anything else. But uh, 
Well, we but got I, Jackie's but I did. Add, there's been several things I'm wanting to see on Disney Plus. The right, right stuff is about John Glenn. It's uh-huh. the show, National Geographic show that has John Glenn and and Alan Shepard kind of right. doing it, and uh, it's really good. I got into it yesterday. Watched a couple episodes. There's a couple of movies um, that are on there that the kids are wanting to see. So. Daddy stepped up for Christmas holidays oh and added boy. Disney Plus. Look at you. Only to rip it back away by <laughs> January the 6th. Well, we just watch everything you want in a minute, then it's That's gone. That's what I do. That's what I do. Um, so, so this past weekend, uh, you talking about just a comedy of errors. Uh, so JC uh, had to go. He's like, hey, I'm going back to school Saturday. And I'm like, okay, go back to school Saturday, whatever. You know, and they were, they were up in the air when you're going back, when you're not going back, and all this kind of stuff. And. And, and the family is so funny because the boys don't listen to anything at all. Uh, so, you know, I come up here and I do the Black Friday best of uh, for the show on, on Friday morning. Had, had a great time. And I, my, the schedule was then to go do the UAB game, SM. Well, that game got canceled because of, because of contact tracing and USM and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm home, right? It's like 2 o'clock on Black Friday. Do you like saying contact tracing? I do. I, I do, think, too. I think it's kind of cool. I like it. I, like, uh-huh. I say it a lot. It makes me, makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about, and I really don't. Yeah. Um, you sound official. Yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, they're like, hey, Daddy, why are you home? I thought you were supposed to be at the UAB game. I'm like, buddy, I told you all it was canceled days ago. Y'all, they don't listen. Oh, I thought you had the game. Well, yeah, I know, but it got canceled, guys. All right, so then we get through all that, and then Black Friday, you know, we're going out, are we not? And we we not we did we ended up not doing that. It looked weird because because in past shows, when you come in to do the live show early early in the morning, I always pass the big mall called the Galleria yeah. here in Birmingham, and you look over, and it just makes you feel festive because everybody's there. I mean, there's police out, they're directing traffic. It looked like a ghost town this year. Nobody was there. Even going home, there wasn't a lot of traffic out. It just felt weird. Didn't feel like Black Friday at all. I know it's twenty twenty though. So here comes Saturday, and and you know we got you know the Iron Bowl, the Egg Bowl. We got different things going on. And JC said, "Hey, I'm, I'm I need to go. I'm going. I'm going back. Going back to school. Me and me and the roomies were going back. There's some things we got to get done. All this kind of good stuff. And then here comes the call Saturday night around seven o'clock. Hey, Dad, how do I get the fight? Oh, you know, and I'm goodness. like, oh, you're talking about the Tyson fight. Oh, okay. I about that. And he's like, how do I get the fight? And I'm like, well, you know, just do this, that, and the other. And okay, yeah, I figured it out. Okay, thanks, Dad. See ya. And so he, he then calls us Sunday. Hey, I got to come home. I'm like, why? I forgot my laptop. I'm like, so you got to drive all the way home. Well, mm. teach yourself. I'm not meeting you halfway. You need to teach JC a lesson and drive all the way home. So he does. So we sit down Sunday, and we're sitting there talking, and, he, and we start to break down the fight. And I guess Nate Robinson, he got knocked out by the the, the, the YouTuber, uh, whatever, and everybody was making fun of him. And then the main fight came, and it's Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And, and JC said it was a really good fight. It went the distance, and it was a draw. And he's like, Dad, Tyson beat the mess out of Roy Jones Jr. He goes, I have no idea how in the world it could be called a draw. He beat they were him gonna up. Do, they were going to do that from the beginning. Unless somebody knocked somebody out. Yeah, I guess so. I I don't know. Of course, Tyson From has what I come read, out. It was like a a glorified sparring match. You know, when you you spar with a sparring partner. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's good to see two of the greatest fighters in the ring together. Yeah. That's pretty. It was high. Uh, smoked marijuana before the before the match. Speaking of that, uh, well, he's Snoop in the marijuana fight. business. I think Snoop Dogg was on the call uh, of the yeah, fight. He was <laughs> said it looked like two of his uncles fighting at a barbecue. Uh, <laughs> is what 
and he That's was funny. And I, I That's guess, funny. And, hey, I missed this. And 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 uh, and between all the matches, they had different acts come out and perform on uh, in the ring. And uh, Snoop Dogg did. And speaking of that, smoking a joint the entire time he was performing. <clears throat> well, he's in California, you know. Well, I, I, serious business. Tyson says that he smoked marijuana, Ralt, and that he smokes every day. That this is something he's not willing to give up. Wow. He, he can't beat. He doesn't want to beat it. He said, "Now nah, I did give up cocaine two and a half years ago." Well, that's good. That's him. what he said. That's what he said. He said, "I gave up that two and a half years ago, but I will, uh, I will die smoking marijuana. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to die." That's what he said. Okay. Those, those are his words. All right. I think he's in the marijuana business in the you know where yeah. in the legal, legal yeah. business. I yeah. think yeah. he's a big investor in a big marijuana farm or something. Yeah. I heard him talk about that and pigeons. That's his two markets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's always been the pigeon guy. <laughs> um, but you know, I just I thought it was I thought it was uh, crazy. I mean, JC's breakdown was uh, first of all, it was a really good fight as far as just being entertaining. Okay, he said, but Tyson obviously won the fight. Uh, he said anybody that watched it would came away saying, well, he won. And so they couldn't believe it was called a draw. You know, yeah. I know. I, and I don't I can't stand watching fights like that. I will and I don't know enough about boxing as far as the scoring of boxing mm-hmm. to understand, but I have sat down and watched fights before and thought one guy clearly wins it. Yeah. And and it it's a draw. Do y'all realize that when Tyson went his in his career earnings, do y'all know how much money he squandered away? Mm. Oh, it's unbelievable. Six hundred and eighty five million dollars. How about that? Wow. That's hard to do. That is. Wow. That's very hard to do. Wow. Are you serious? $685 million. Well, he says no that he's, how much he, he spent on marijuana and cocaine. I yeah. Mean, that's pretty expensive. Yeah. You imagine squandering that away. No. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And, and didn't he, isn't he uh, trying to start up some has-been league or, or something? He said, I, this is – this is – this was like the first fight of that league he's trying I to think start. you're right. Yeah, Tyson you're right. Ranch is the cannabis company, by the way. <laughs> oh, goodness. Rick great. and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. Nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Casper.com. It's the sleep company with outrageously comfortable mattresses that help everyone sleep better at not-so-outrageous prices. And, you know, this holiday season, it's all about the bedroom, folks. We've been talking about that. It's all about the bedroom. Uh, And they have extended their Black Friday sale uh, through uh, Cyber Monday today, meaning that you're going to save uh, up to thirty percent uh, off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy, fun place. But uh, you must act today. Uh, Cyber Monday is today, so check it out. The Black Friday sales have been extended for Cyber Monday today only, with up to thirty percent off at Casper.com. That's Casper.com. Uh, they offer everything too. I'm talking about even dog beds for your best friend. Uh, also, I know you, Mr. Buddy might even want that, Greg. He might want a little dog bed. You never know. Casper.com, he, they've got that. So check them out now. The holiday season, make your bedroom your happy place, your fun place, and save up to 30% during Casper uh, Casper's extended Black Friday sale for Cyber Monday, today only, now at Casper.com. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. If, uh, I heard if, Adler actually sleeps on a dog bed. You, really? <laughs> 
Interesting. <coughs> I love your whispery voice today. Yeah, <coughs> That's kind of like your 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 serious liner voice. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, Greg and you you won't be able to notice this like Speedy will, but I just oh, want to give y'all a heads up on something. All right, what you got? If right before sunrise y'all see me I leave the studio for just a minute, I'm oh. going to look at the Beaver Moon. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How about that? You're going to look at what? The Beaver Moon. Is that what it's called this month? It's a, we have a Beaver Moon and a That's loon. None of our business, listen, buddy. listen. We ha- y'all are not giving this enough, okay? We, and I'm really fired up about this because I watched the right stuff and back into did the he space. Say Beaver Moon? For, he did. Beaver Moon I think he and just Lunar Eclipse it. are coming today, right before sunrise. <laughs> Something right today. Today. What does Beaver Moon look like? I hate that. It just says this is just before sunrise, the final lunar eclipse of the year will occur as the moon passes through the outer part of the Earth's shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's not just any moon, it's the full Beaver Moon. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's a tough Google. I was scared to hit enter on that one uh, when it comes it to, to Beaver Moon. But, um, yeah, buddy. It, the full moon in November is named after beavers yes, who build is. their winter dams at this time of year. Yep. Okay. It's also helps. called Frost Moon, which I would kind of like to call it that if we could. Yeah. Uh, I can call and, it a Frost And moon. what Greg does to us sometimes, <clears throat> the, uh, the morning moon. Uh, depending on the you know different things, North American beavers uh, um, have uh, have the name for November because they're just so active during November. They're well, they're, they're just, trying to get their shelter ready. Well, they're they're just, scurrying away. They're just baby. Yeah. Uh, they're just busy little beavers, is what they are. They're getting it all set up for the winter. So, um, so that's why it's called that. If you want. So my point is, if y'all see me disappear for a few minutes, I'm going to check out the Beaver Moon Lunar okay. Eclipse. The other thing I didn't you. know, mm-hmm. uh, this is why I like coming back and getting into the news because I learned so much that I've missed over the last few days. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what the word of the year, Marion, well, it's, it's Marion Webster's word of the year. Okay. okay. Do y'all know what it is? No shocker here. Y'all to be able to guess it pretty Well, easy. it has to do something with COVID, right? Yes, it okay. does. The word, Greg, you want to take any gander at it? Um uh, it's mm. easy. Please hold on. I just see it in his face here. But please don't, <laughs> don't say anything. Know. What do you think, buddy? What do you think it could be? It's got. I mean, it's, Corona. No, Corona. no, 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 no. It it does have something to do with it. it it's pandemic. Uh, is the oh, okay. is the word? Not a shocker there. Um, but that is Merriam-Webster's top word of 2020. Right. Well, it was, it was probably used more than any other word. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you. How many times have y'all said pandemic? You think a million? Oh, a, a thousand. At least I've used it a thousand just for my kids when I'm having to explain to them, "Hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'll go there in a minute." <laughs> you know, normally we'd be able to do that. Yeah. Not this year, pandemic. I got another word I've been using for it. I'll tell y'all that. <laughs> Greg, I'm a little envious of you because you can just walk out and see the Beaver Moon, and you can say, "You know yeah. what? Uh, my internet was bad, and I got disconnected." Right. Nobody yeah. know the difference. I'd have a good view of the old moon right. out there. Yeah. Um, Go give it a little bit. Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> no, he can't do he it. Just He's not just going said that. to. Um, all right, so. I have to go downstairs. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of some, some friends of ours when it comes to Christmas trees. Yeah. Because, you know, we are, are an artificial Christmas tree family. And it's it's not because of choice, but. Look, don't, y'all don't giggle. Let me get through this. And I've, I've brought it up. I've, I've brought it up first, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like a long time ago. But you probably forgot. But so JC, but JC and Reese are allergic to trees. Yeah, they, you can, they you went, can treat them like they, Amanda treats me and say the heck with it. Who they cares? went. They went to an allergy doctor, and they, you know, they went through all the testing, and they said, okay, you're you're allergic to the grass and the trees, mm-hmm. or whatever. 
And and so we can't have a live tree. It just, yeah. I mean, it eats up their allergies. Uh, it just does. I, I I almost wanted just to do what Amanda does to you. Just go. I don't care. Yeah. But um, there's some and families. Can I say this though? This year is the first year, and I don't know how many years we have not got a real tree. Yeah. We've gone too artificial, and I can already tell the difference. It's helping me. Okay. Not wheezing as much. Not sneezing as much. Right. Well, did you know that? And a wheezy Christmas. Did you know that <laughs> Americans are? are increasingly turning out to fresh Christmas trees during the pandemic. Really? And they say the young families are seeking new traditions and everybody's wanting to get out of the they house. Are. They are. And there's a there's a Christmas tree farm that's close to where we live and people are going and you can like select your tree and they'll cut it for you yeah. and all this kind of stuff. It's not like the cut trees that are already there and you just go pick yours out. It's like we it's used a to Christmas do this tree as a kid. farm and you're like Walk the rows, and they're like, I'll take that one. And they Greg, you know this place probably, but it was in Hoax Bluff. Okay. You'd go out there, you'd pick out your tree, and you picked out either an Auburn or an Alabama saw to cut it down with. Yeah, oh, oh really? boy. How about that? Iron bow. Wow. Yep. I always look forward to doing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? I, I don't, <laughs> but I'm like, it looked like so much fun. And I'm like, you know, I kind of wish we did that. But then I don't know. I just remember. Was, as, I remember it, as a kid going to get good, a tree. I do. Yeah. And and they're saying get that one. That's what some but of the young families are doing. The ones you had to cut down. We 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 always went to where they had them already cut. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, they they're saying a uh, a new tradition with a lot of young families and people that normally get artificial trees is to go get a real tree because they, a lot of people are just locked down. They're they're trying to find something fun to do with the family and uh, and so they've started that up. But uh, you know, now that we've only got one kid in the in the house, I mean, maybe we just tell Reese to just deal with it. It's you know? only for a couple of days. Sudafed. <laughs> well, it, it, well, now, but then, Greg, we're definitely putting lights on the tree. Then, you know, unless we do uh, like Rick does, where you order the tree with the lights already on it. Yeah. I mean, we're and that's a pretty good deal. But you know, you go artificial, and some people go artificial lit tree because they don't want to put the lights on it. But then, as we talked about earlier, the lights only last a year, so now you're putting lights on top of lights that are burnt out. Yeah. Don't work. Yeah, we need to get better on the pre lit. Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Bill Bubba Bussy is here. Rick uh, will join us, and uh, we've got a great show today. A lot to talk about. Hope all of you had a great Thanksgiving. It's Cyber Monday, so go to rickandbubba.com. Click on the store. All the little Rick and Bubba goodies are there for you, just like the Christmas uh, bundle, uh, the latest CD, and more. So check us out. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Look under the sponsor's link. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we are in COVID-19 setup again. Uh, we start this hour as we have since the attack on America back on 9-11 with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we Twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight For the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting
Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, and of course, COVID-19 continues to rage. Uh, Greg and I are uh, on location, just taking extra precautions today. Uh, We'll update you on all of that as we all find our way to live in 2020, a year that we are all more than ready to say goodbye to. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already already been giving you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network. Uh, And so you've been uh, settling in with them. uh, And now Bubba and I will join the fray as we go forward and we will walk through another day. And, hey, big things going on this week. But first, let's bring in uh, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubsy, how are you, buddy? Rick, I'm doing well. I want to welcome everybody back. Hope they had a great Thanksgiving or what the government's calling the great super spreader event of 2020. Yes, uh, Bubba, as the great Palmas said, uh, by the way, when I heard uh, Joe Biden over the weekend refer to to a psalmist as a palmist, uh, I thought to myself, this is going to be a wild ride if he gets the presidency coming up in January, as sadly we all expect. Uh, but anyway, uh, a lot to look back uh, over the past weekend. Now, I am kind of fired up because uh, this is the week that we start the 12 working days of Christmas. So the first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas comes your way this Thursday on the Rick and Bubba show. And I know Bubba, you've been out shopping, you know, you know, social distancing and with a mask on, of course. Uh, and, uh, and we have a, a great setup again this year. Remember this is the radio contest that destroyed a, a phone provider to the point that we had to change providers because the provider that once had our business did not want it anymore. Well, Rick, apparently uh, the the bandwidth limitations, we were shutting down uh, operations they had in several parts of the country, so they have respectfully said they'll pass on that. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, you know what? it's just it's just part of it um it, it i think it shows how much fun and how much everybody loves the 12 working days of christmas which currently as i speak today is the 10 working days of christmas we're still trying to nail down the last two so we'll get that nailed down though and uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it and uh, the out, right out of the gate uh, as you had mentioned you're you're at home today you and greg both are uh, under safety quarantine today um and Rick, I want to compliment your background. You look like any uh, tech giant that had to testify before Congress. You've got your official curtain. Mm-hmm. You had a little picture there on the side, I and like it. Uh, you know, lighting not not exactly what you are accustomed to, but we can see you fine. And uh, so, uh, hey, it's it, it is the way it is in the year twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'll tell you why that uh, that we're distancing today, and like I so said, you may see. Greg back uh, by tomorrow. I may be back, uh, you know, by Thursday, Friday, according to how all the tests go. But here, here's the thing of, of, of dealing with all this is I have literally moved. Now, Daddy's disruptive this morning, but the good news is the area of the house that I'm disrupting, you know, is where our now working class son. Uh, so he's got to get up here in a minute to go to work anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but we literally have moved locations in the house. Now, if you want to laugh, and this is our life in COVID. So I've worked to upgrade the the internet strength and the Wi-Fi strength here, and we even checked it last night, and we were triple 
what we had the last time that I was in COVID-19 mood, triple, okay? And when, when I went to the place where I did it last time, under three times less Wi-Fi strength, the signal was worse today than it was all the days I did it last time. So, uh, so I have moved down closer to the modem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so this is going to be a little more disruptive for the family, but it'll be like those of you in Birmingham, remember the great Joe Rumor. Uh, and so what you may have in a minute, you know, uh, young Broderick will come through here, uh, you know, get him something out of the refrigerator. You'll, you'll probably, he'll, he'll be, go to the shower off to my right. Uh, and I'll, and I'll kind of speak to him as he comes to, Hey Brody, how's it going buddy? Yeah. You know? And so I, I'm going full Joe Rumor and we'll see how this works. This seems more stable for now. So this will be our plan going forward and then I can kind of adjust and get it uh, set up better by tomorrow. But right now I go with the standard curtain. Uh, I have a lamp here uh, over my head, which I can turn on or off. Adler and I can play with that in the break. But what happened was uh, the reason why I'm in this mode is we took our Thanksgiving and went from anywhere from 30 to 40 people down to nine. Uh, and, uh, and it was just uh, my sister uh, and her three kids. And then Sherry and I with, with our three boys and then we went to 10 when, when uh, young Broderick's uh, camtastic girlfriend came. So here, here was the deal, trying to be sharp and thinking we were doing great. So uh, Boomer comes all the way from New York City. Well, he and his girlfriend, who he was going to drop her off in Atlanta, they tested not once but twice before they ever left New York City to be sure they were negative. So then he drops her in Atlanta. Now, he did leave out one important point which we would have loved to have known on Thanksgiving <laughs> that, that he and his girlfriend attended a wedding in Atlanta. Uh, I would like to have had that information. Yeah. Didn't have it. Yeah. Rick, Rick, <laughs> we have to put this under the column. I've talked about this earlier this year. Our kids are killing us. <laughs> right. So now keep in mind, we go through all this to clear him out of New York city. Right. Okay? right. And then he drops off in Atlanta and gets in a mob. Okay. So now uh, look, I've, I, I can't, I've attended two weddings myself. Uh, during COVID with the mask and whatever, and never had an issue. Uh, but he uh, he got word on Saturday as he was getting ready to head back to New York, pick her up in Atlanta and roll, that she had tested positive for COVID-19. She has mild symptoms. He went back to New York City, tested there. He also came back positive, which is why we're in the situation we're in now. Uh, I am scheduled to be tested tomorrow I don't have any symptoms, uh, nor does anyone else here in the house. Um, and I'm, I, of course, you know, at the Thanksgiving dinner, we had two kids there, my nephew uh, and my son that have both had it. So they've already had it. So they weren't really an issue. Uh, but um, so, uh, so far, nobody else at the gathering that encountered Blake is having any issues. And, you know, Bubba, our doctor is no fan of the rapid test. No, no. Uh-huh. He said He said the rapid test is just either going to get you quarantine for no reason are you going to get everybody on the show sick when it gives you a false name <laughs> right, right so so he said let's let's do the three-day test uh which i will do tomorrow because he wanted to be five days from uh being exposed which tomorrow will be day five uh and he said that that way we'll know so so but we may not know till thursday or friday uh so i may have to stay here and, and look we're just being overly cautious but right. i think it's being it's being wise i don't like this i don't want to do this None of the guys on the show want to do this, uh, but I'm trying to minimize exposure for you guys uh, and anybody else. And and that's the responsibility I think we have to take. You know, do, do I am I at the point now where I'm like, hey, can I just get this and get it over with? You know, but that that that's that's my own personal deal. 
that's not I shouldn't put you guys in any unnecessary risk. So so not going to do that, and we'll suck it up and get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, I think it's wise. Uh, what we're trying to avoid is it getting here and run through all of us, and then we have nobody to do. Yeah, shows. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, exactly. we're we're too close to the end here now to uh, to blow yeah. it. So. Yeah. So it's it's a mild inconvenience, uh, especially for those of you that this has been a devastating disease. So we'll we'll, we'll make it work. That's right. All right, eight six six. We be big. We'll come back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The green Twenty-one with minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we, uh, Greg and I, are in the. Uh, this is not DefCon Diffy, Diffy, because that means that Speedy and I were in studio. Everybody else was gone. I don't know what we call this one, uh, other we, we than didn't. just uh, you know, world, world and, and, and COVID. But uh, I'm on location um, at home. Greg's at home. The rest of the guys are there in the studio. Uh, and uh, as we mentioned, coming up today on the program, we'll talk to John Maxwell coming up next. Adler Christmas will also be different this year, as Speedy was telling you in the kickoff hour, if you guys were part of that. We, really, this is going to be pretty cool because it's actually going to be a television production that has been shot and edited, and we're going to see a, a clip of that today and tell you how you can watch it anywhere around the world. Uh, so it'll be a you know we're setting up you know to watch it at home, and and that's going to be cool. So be paying attention for that coming up a little bit later on. Uh, some things maybe inside COVID may have turned out to be maybe even more accessible and even cooler. So we'll tell you about that coming up a little bit later on. So Bubba, you mentioned when Rick, we were going before we do that, do we need to, to we need to welcome little brother in? Yeah, that's right. If I not let it, baby yeah. brother, you out there, right? Check one, two, buddy. That's right, buddy. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as his liner voice. Yeah. Ready for his press conference. <laughs> baby I'm brother's trying. got a little JSU behind his head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to talk quiet and not wake everybody up. <laughs> well, Greg, Greg, what's getting getting you though, you're probably further away from waking anybody up. I'm I'm like down here. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I honestly I'm not so sure that I'm that loud. First of all, you Rick, know, Rick, I feel like night- you're loud. Don't worry. Well, I'm talking about for a 19 year old, you know, yeah. he's the kind of person that can like, I, I honestly believe he could sleep by the road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's true. I'm with you on that. You're not bothering him. I'm yeah, with so you on I, that. He, he probably doesn't even know I'm in here yet. So, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, baby brother, you sound loud and clear coming from PV. You know, what really was a big moment for me is that PV has better Wi-Fi than Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rick, I was thinking the same thing. I was going to say it. <laughs> Of course, uh, I've got these crappy headphones on because I I usually bring my good ones from the studio. I found these laying around and I, and they're ter- they sound horrible. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, yeah. Greg, you're full blown whispering like you're on NPR. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Is this coffee talk on NPR? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I can get a little loud. Greg's coffee talk. So, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, th- these are trying times, and uh, Joe yeah. Biden, who is uh, in some circles the president elect, we'll see, <laughs> uh, wanted to calm everybody's fears uh, over the holiday break, and he wanted to share some deep. Words with us, Rick, from the well-known book of Palms. <laughs> right, right. Adler's oh, got goodness. it. Here we go. And if we do, and I'm sure. Well, Joe's having trouble today, too. <laughs> it's freezing. It, it, we're, we're freezing up on us in there a little bit. Look, this is the deep state. They don't even want us to play it. They don't. They don't. <laughs> They're locking it's the it up. Thing. They're locking it up. <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, he'll try to get that worked out. Yeah, Just Adler, punch it, it up when it's right. Okay, we'll try it again. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> you can hear him screaming in there. We just—you can tell him what he did. Bubba. Well, I don't have the exact quote. I was going to listen to him say it again. You know, not only that, Rick, but uh, I don't know if you saw—he actually fractured his ankle uh, playing tug of war with a dog. Another sign that maybe he's God, a little too old for this. Funny, and yeah. uh, and he is in a walking boot. And if he is determined to be the president-elect and the, and finally the president. He will be inaugurated with a walking boot on, and he will be limping. By the way, playing with his dog. Uh, let me let me see if I can narrow, actually interpret that for you. It means I'm old and fell down. Uh, yes, that's you it. know, that, but that, that's probably what that what that, that means. It to may your mean point, the but, dog knocked me down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I lost my balance and fell. <laughs> yeah, if I was actually a younger man, this would not have happened. Is what that means. But but what he was talking about, and I know Adler's struggling to make that audio work. Yeah, you know, you know how you refer to if you're going to you know t- quote something out of the book of Psalms, you would say mm-hmm. as the psalmist said, you know, and he said as the palmist yeah. said, and as you <laughs> said, Bubba, he he read from the very well known book of Palms. <laughs> right. uh, and, uh, and 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 if that you know, now remember, we've already. Let me tell you what, how bad it is. Let me tell you when you know that your your faith is inconsistent, and we all struggle to be sure it's not. But but you're now having an all out movement from devout Catholics, even in leadership, to try to distance Catholicism from Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, and and, and this is not going to help. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you had one of the top cardinals come out and say that it would be nice if Joe repented mm-hmm. before he became president. I mean, right. that that's that's pretty tough. I mean, you know, if Billy Graham was telling us to get our life together that right before you become president, that hurt a little bit. Yeah. It? Oh, it yeah. I mean, let's say one of us are being sworn in. Also, Billy Graham came out. So I'll tell you one thing. Rick and Bubba need to repent if they're going to try if they're going to represent being Protestants as president. We'd be like, wow, that was that one hurt. Wow. Well, that's, uh, I wish I'd have got a phone call on that one. Maybe before you went public. But if you if you look at the policies of Joe Biden and you look at the tenets of Christianity and Catholicism, um, I think. Can you name, I mean, he's getting where he doesn't line up with it at all, which is why we're seeing this. Do you realize how many things he's in conflict with of the very faith he claims to practice? Well, he's got, he's got two biggies uh, right there in the front he's, uh, you know, in conflict with. But um, we'll see how all that plays out. That's, uh, you know, we've, we've had this kind of conflict before when he was in South Carolina running in the primary, you know, uh, uh, the I don't I don't remember what the title was if he was the priest or whatever would not give him uh, yeah. mass oh, yeah. there because uh, of some of his positions. You, I, th- I think I have okay. the audio for y'all to enjoy. No, Take a listen. Just this, this would be great if it doesn't work. I think I got it. Okay, good, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> it's audio wars. Yeah. If we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist. With the palmist who wrote these following words. Oh, my gracious. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Oh, gracious alive. Hey, Bubba, there, Bubba I didn't know he doubled down and said it wrong twice. Oh, yeah. he, tried to, oh, yeah. he tried to correct it and said it even worse. Right, so the this, way y'all felt, that's what secondhand embarrassment feels like. It, just okay. so you know. That's well, what I feel like all I've the time. I've never had a a bad case of that like you speedy right, i yeah. certainly don't suffer from it at the level you do but right. i'm gonna tell you i had it right then <laughs> well, i don't know am i the know. only am i the only person with a hair on the back of their neck standing up right now i mean i, I really kind of wig me out help him lord now, now now bubba i want you to imagine i want you to imagine if donald trump 
Remember back when he did? Oh was yeah, it two, he, was it one Corinthian or two, two Corinthians, Corinthians or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, it, and look, I, I didn't, I wasn't really. That didn't make me feel real good either. No, no, no. We we made fun of that, and rightfully so. But but can you imagine if if if, if Trump or whatever said something about the churches in our country and said as the palmist, and then then stumbled and said as the palmist said the palmist guys knowing the word Psalms does not require you to be some some radical of the faith. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, I mean that that's not even a big a big step. I tell you what, he's really coming in hot. He knows how to say psalms. <laughs> Who does he think he is? I mean, this is this doesn't require a theological uh, theological degree. No, most people have, most people can throw out of the twenty third psalms. I mean, that, that's you know that that one kind of reaches out there to most everybody. I don't know, maybe it speaks English. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> you ain't got to have your application in to go to seminary to get that one. You know, yeah. Now don't forget too. He claims he's a devout Catholic. Uh-huh. And has many times. All right, so I know we have John Maxwell coming up. We're going to break now. Later on, we need to talk about, speaking of this, huge ruling while we were gone yeah. concerning religious freedom. I mean, a huge one. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we'll get into that coming up a, a little bit later on the program. So it's it's coming up your chance to be part of John Maxwell's uh, leadership conference. It's Impact Leadership Conference. Uh, we'll talk to him about that uh, when we come back. John Maxwell coming up on the Rick and Bubba Show when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, thank you for being with us today, John Maxwell. Coming up here shortly. I do want to point you though to CarShield.com. Uh, now, look, none of us, especially if you, you know, I, I know that most uh, America said we're still going to travel over the Thanksgiving uh, weekend, and a lot of people did. But if, if you're traveling and, and that check engine light comes on, that is a big thumbs down. That's a double thumbs down. But if your automobile was outside of the warranty, but you were wise enough to get a protection plan from carshield.com, that should not be uh, an anxious moment for you. It might be a little, you know, you, nobody wants their automobile to be uh, broken. But uh, if you're under the car shield and you're dealing with an ASC certified mechanic, uh, the covered repair will be paid directly to that mechanic or dealership. You'll get a rental car at no extra charge, so you're you're all you're still able to get and go wherever you need to. Uh, and then when the automobile is done, they get it back to you. And when you're under the car shield, if something were to happen to the point you had to pull the car over on the side of the road, you've got 24/7 roadside assistance with your protection plan too. Now things only get better because we're going to get you 10% off of the protection plan of your choice if you go to CarShield.com and use the code Bubba or if you call 1-800-665-2157 and use the code Bubba, we'll save you 10%. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, it is time again for Impact Leadership Conference, a master class in resilience, and Mr. Resilience himself is joining us again on the Rick and Bubba Show, Mr. John Maxwell. John. Hey, it's great to be with you guys again. I look forward to our time every year being on your show. John, uh, we're glad to have you, and I, I know we've got, uh, wow, how about 2020? Uh, I think we need a giant pep talk for our whole country today, you know what? No question about it. I call 2020 the wilderness year. I can tell you <laughs> that more people that have been lost are forging new territory, and that's one of the things I'm excited about, of course, uh, being at Highlands uh, December the 2nd. I, I'm going to I'm going to talk about resilience and what does it mean to uh, you know get back up and and uh, not lose faith and not lose your heart. 
So, uh, you know, I always love being, of course, with uh, Pastor Chris, and, and uh, I just always enjoy uh, coming and having the conference, and I'm looking forward to this one this year. It's going to be, it's, even though it's going to be different, it's going to be great. John, let me let me ask you this, and I, I know today that uh, you're 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 you know, we're talking to you. Uh, I know we usually call it Palm Beach, but Joe Biden calls it Psalm Beach. Uh, but uh, t- t- today, <laughs> thank you, John. I'm here all week, uh, even on location. Uh, so, so let's talk about you know somebody. Maybe this is the first year, and here's the good news: you can register free for this at impactleader.com. And as John told you, it will be December the 2nd. Uh, and and if someone is, is maybe watching this or listening to this for the first time, they hear us talking about the Impact Leadership Conference, but they don't really know what this is about. Can you kind of put in a nutshell, if I join this and I'm going to go to this and I'm going to be part of it, what am I going to experience? Well, first of all, the Impact Leadership Conference is about adding value to people. Uh, what we know is the fact that uh, when any time people give up uh, some of their time to, to go to an event or a conference like that, we want to make it something really helpful, worthwhile, practical in their life. And this conference is growing year after year. I think this may be maybe my fourth or fifth year, but it's been a while. But, but it keeps growing, and it keeps growing because we keep adding value to people. So I, what I want people to know is that they'll just give us a, a, a morning uh, we'll give them some added value that will help them, uh, you know, be a be a, a better person, a, a better neighbor, a, a better husband, a better wife, a better leader. And uh, we're just all about adding value and improving people. I think that's what's made the conference a great success. And we have come together over the years, of course, to uh, highlight and feature Highlands College and, and uh, help people understand and become aware of the great work that's being done there and, and the incredible, incredible future of this school. So anyway, it's uh, it's just a time for people to come and, and learn and grow. So if you like to learn, if you like to grow, you want to get better, improve your life, or hey, hey, or maybe you've got somebody on your team that you want to improve their life. Maybe you <laughs> want to it's it's kind of like don't come alone, my goodness, bring your team with you. And one of the great values of that is after an incredible morning, of, of, of adding value and teaching, if you have your team with you, uh, boy, then you can spend a, you know, a couple of hours to just kind of review and, and reflect and, and learn from each other. And, and you just kind of are more united in things that you really want to develop in the future. So uh, I, I, would, I would encourage anyone listening want to intend to improve themselves, but if you really want to improve it, bring your team with you because I promise you, I promise you, no doubt about it, at the end of the morning, uh, you'll be able to look at your team members and, and with great integrity say we're all going to get better because we've learned and, and we're going to apply the, the stuff that we've, we've uh, had the privilege of being a part of today. John, over the years, I know you've been a, a great speaker and you've been a coach. Uh, you've also written a few books and got a lot of this down on paper, which is good for people. How how many books have you written now on leadership? Well, total books, I've I, so, they told me the other day that I've written 86. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of writing. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's a lot. Of, well, well, first of all, when I, somebody says you've written 86 books, they're kind of amazed by it. I said, well, don't be amazed. First of all, the first qualification to write 86 books is you have to be old. If you're not old, you can't write that many books. You've got to have a lot of years. 
so I'm not sure it's amazing. It's just the fact that I've been consistent in writing to, again, to add value to people. I, I've never, I didn't write or I didn't become an author to be able to say I have written a book. I became an author to add value to people and influence people that I would really never know because they'll pick up the book someplace in the world. And, and, uh, I had no idea, you know, 34 million books later, I had no idea that, um, I'd be able to help so many people. So, but it's, it's, it's something I love to do. It's, I've, these people ask me, what's your favorite book? And I always say, it's the book I'm writing right now. I just, <laughs> you know, it's, it, and, and in fact, I think when, when the book I'm writing right now isn't my favorite book, I think I'll stop writing because I'm not probably giving it my very best shot. And, and why would I put out a book that wasn't my very best shot? So I just love adding value to people. And, and that's one of the, again, that's why, you know, uh, Chris Hodges is an outstanding, incredible leader, and I've known him for years, and we have a great friendship. But I've watched him just um, develop an incredible community that does nothing but add value to everything that he touches and every person that he touches. And and so to partner with him in this Impact Conference is just my honor and privilege. And, I always uh, look on my calendar and, and get kind of excited and say, hey, I, I've got an event that I'm going to participate in and be a part of that's just going to help a lot of people. That's why I love coming. Well, when you think about the times we're living in, and I know that's probably the reason the topic is resilience. Uh, nothing is, is normal. And, and, you know, it's one thing to have to, you know, have, have be resolute to persevere over a short period of time. But so many people's lives and businesses and, and everything is just completely turned upside down. I mean, I'm sitting in my house right now doing doing the show as opposed to the studio because of, you know, the ongoing uh, issues and concerns with this pandemic. Uh, you know, businesses have had to rearrange and rethink everything. Individuals, uh, if, if you're if you're a leader, you know, if you're you know the leader in your family, your, your family keeps looking to you. So uh, now more than ever, this concept of resilience uh, is is paramount. It is. It really is. And and when when I talk about resilience, a couple things quickly. One is uh, I share with people that everything that they want or need in their life, but they don't have, but they want it or need it, but they don't have it. It's outside of their comfort zone. That, that's why they don't have it. And and this uh, COVID has just taken everybody out of their out of their comfort zone. And and so I look at it and I say, don't look at yourself as being lost. Look at yourself as having a new opportunity to recreate. And um, and we have to make a choice of either being resilient or resistant. And if I'm resistant. I find myself not learning and growing and developing in the new environment. But the moment that I go to resilience, I'm open. I'm open to, okay, what does this have to teach me? How am I going to become better because of it? What am I going to learn out of it? And that's a whole different approach. We're all under the same um, uh, pandemic, but we don't all respond to it the very same way. Am I going to swim upstream and, and go get to where we're, or am I going to kind of float with the flow? And uh, no one, no one has ever drifted themselves to a, a great position or place in their life. And uh, we have to be very intentional at this time. But the people that will be and are are going to be people that are going to find incredible benefits and blessings. Yes, even out of the pandemic. And I know that for a fact. Twenty, you know, twenty twenty hasn't been a great year, but about twenty twenty three, 
we're going to begin to see the results of people that um, uh, got creative, people that became intentional, and all of a sudden began to make the best of what they had and learned new things and tried new things and created new things. And that's kind of very exciting to me. I, this will be a, this is what I also would call not only wilderness year, but the dividing year. And what I mean by dividing is this is a make or break year for a lot of people. And I, I, I guess I have such a passion to teach right now because I, I want it to be a, a make year for people. And it can be And I want to just give them, I don't know, solid, sound advice that'll just help them, you know, get to be who they want to really be and be proud as they come out, uh, you know, sometime here in the future, you know, they're going to look back and they're going to be either disappointed or, 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 or proud. And I want them to, I want them to be pleased with their decisions they make during this time. Well, and it's your opportunity to join. Thanks, John, for being with us. Impactleader.com. You can register for free. It'll be Wednesday, December the 2nd. All the information is there. We got it in show notes, too, at rickandbubba.com. You can go click on there to be part of this a Masterclass in Resilience Impact Leadership Conference. John, thanks for being with us today, and uh, thanks for making us aware of this great conference. Hey, as always, guys, take care of yourselves, okay? Thank you. Thanks, you John. too, John. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, thanks for being with us. Hey, don't forget uh, today, now Cyber Monday. Uh, and if you're going to be uh, shopping online, rickandbubba.com, I mean, click on the store. I'm, I'm wearing, by the way, one of our, this hoodie has been very popular. I've got it on right now. For those of you that may be watching on, on YouTube, uh, a lot of big items there. Of course, our Christmas box is a, is a wonderful idea. It comes in a logo uh, box with, with some cool stuff inside. It's got Rick and Bubba beanies, some Rick and Bubba socks. Uh, Bubba and I throw in some of our favorite snacks. Yeah, got to have the food in there. Got to have gotta the food. Got to have the food and in boy, there. That, they're good, too. I mean, both, the, both packs. Uh, yeah, and you also get the the Christmas ornament inside that box and a card, a Christmas card from the entire show autographed to the person or to yourself if you want it. But there's all kinds of cool stuff, so shop rickandbubba.com uh, in our store today. So, Bubba, um, you, uh, YouTubers are in the news. Well, yeah, so- we, we've got so many things over the past weekend that have come about. This actually happened last week, but have you seen this video? The guy's name is uh, S.A.A. And then FOMBA, I guess, F-O-M-B-A. How would you say the first name S-A-A? I'm sorry, S-A-A. How would you say that? Wouldn't you have to say it's say or saw? Saw? Uh, Saw? Say? And then FOMBA? Is that how you would say it? F-O-M-B-A. Well, Rick, you may be shocked by this. I'm not familiar with this person. Yeah, I I am not either. Uh, But, Rick, apparently he's a big YouTuber, okay? And... To try to get more views, he jumped off the very top of the Pennybacker Bridge into the Colorado River in Austin. And I'm talking about he didn't jump from, like, the bottom of the bridge. He jumped from the architect over the top of the architecture of the steel framing that was holding the bridge 
into the Colorado River, and quite frankly, I'm shocked he didn't kill himself. Yeah. He only fractured his skull, Rick. That's all. Yeah, so good news is only a fractured skull. Yeah, I'm looking. This thing has an arch over the top of it, uh, as you mentioned, and he jumped from there into the Colorado River, thus fracturing his skull. Uh, you could tell he kind of lost uh, his balance as he was going down, and that's what I mean, because you shouldn't fracture your skull if you're going feet first into the water. But he started flipping. Uh, he, started he started leaning back. Yeah, he started. Yeah. You can see where his, his his arms and everything and his legs mm. are all flying everywhere. And I guess he landed. Well, frankly, like I'm, I'm shocked he didn't injure something else uh, trying to go in feet first. But uh, he says, Rick, into the camera before he jumps, I don't see no fun in living a normal life. That was from yeah, his, but- his, his YouTube channel. Well, I think I'm going to tweet out on, on my Twitter feed on Twitter and Parlor. <laughs> I think I'll put in, I don't see no fun in fracturing my skull. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he, he put out that he fractured his skull, and there was some bleeding. Some. Uh, yeah. Some right. bleeding, but right. uh, a little gray there on that exact definition of that. But uh, good night. Yeah, I, I usually start the day and have on my list of things to avoid fractured skull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Just his uh, ability to get that high, I mean, on that bridge. Just just getting up there to jump was was it looked like to me a challenge. Just the way yeah, the, 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 yeah, the bridge I, is yeah, structured. That would, wouldn't that be enough if you were a YouTuber? Look at me, I climbed on top yeah. of the arch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not scared to be up here. <laughs> I don't want to live no normal life. I'm on the arch. <laughs> yeah. Look at me, I got up here. <laughs> I just you know, I kinda have to wonder if this was to to get views. Uh, they said the event garnered about yeah. 8,000 views in 48 hours. I would want to get a few more views out of that, don't y'all? I mean, guys, guys, we've I thrown biscuits and got that many. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this this YouTube uh, that, that those of you that are watching today, today's archive will garner anywhere from fifteen to 18,000 views. Uh, so i got to tell you something. If I'm fracturing my skull, <laughs> jumping off the arch of a bridge, I got it. I got to exceed eight thousand. <laughs> yes, Rick. I'm just thankful that people will watch and listen to this show, and we don't have to fracture our skull for views. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I've had people say the show makes them feel like they have a fractured skull, <laughs> but that's different. That's <laughs> <laughs> a few things we've done for the show, you know, but not fracturing our skull. No, we're, we're going to skip on that. Yeah. Don't try you to know, pass but, on that one. Well, we, you know, speedy adventures of the past. Some people have said, you know, we've always said, what's left for him to do? Well, this is one. Yeah. Rick, oh, yeah. easy. Send you to Austin to jump that, off the bridge. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. Ryan would want you to be on fire I, when you do. Well, I'm not going to yeah. set myself on fire or fracture my skull. Well, and uh, but that that I'm with you guys. That The 8,000 views has to be a little disappointing. And, and I know that we have another, Bubba, you were telling me, YouTube story involving YouTubers. You know, we're forgetting, our, our, y'all were talking about it, that Mike Tyson came out of retirement and boxed over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and we can come back and discuss this in a minute, but I want to be sure I have this correct. So there was the undercard. Uh, first of all, Tyson fighting is enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Jones Jr., is that who he fought? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get the audio and video after the fight. It was declared a draw. Which was and, shocking and, if you watched and it. I didn't think Mike Tyson would go along with that, uh, being that uh, of all the trash talking he did before. But he was very he he kept saying, "I'm good with it. I'm good." <laughs> he could barely talk, but he <laughs> he kept saying he was good with it. He was out of breath. But one of the undercard fights is what's getting all the PR, and that is Nate Robinson who fought uh, Jake. Is his name Jake Paul? He's also mm-hmm. a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jake Paul knocked him out cold. Uh, 
Yeah, you remember they started this trash talking a while back, and I think Nate actually started it. Rick, if you could see this. You got... Yeah, I mean, he what? knocked him yeah. out. Watch him Wait. hit. Let's see it all the way through, Adler, when he hits the ground. Did We're, you see yeah, it? Yeah, showing it. He is out cold. Yeah, mm. they, uh, it shows him, and Nate's I'm... in the corner here, and then he tries to come out, and with the wow. right with the right cross, he just gets hammered. I mean. There, there is – you can you don't get the full – feel from what we saw there of the of the video i saw where he falls like a pine tree and and it just shows him he's not moving yeah, no, in the ring he's I mean, laid out and everybody started putting up the uh you know the the rocky scene where apollo creed gets knocked out but how about this this youtube guy is a pretty big boy you know he, he well, pretty yeah, he pretty yeah. pretty well built and, and apparently has thrown a punch or two yeah it sounds like I just heard us say that one YouTuber fractured his skull, the other one fractured somebody else's skull. That is correct. That is correct. Now, Nate Robinson played in the NBA, and I understand he was on the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks for several years. So he's a, he's an athlete, too, but wow. He got that old chin dotted for him, didn't he? Yes, he did. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.